I'm Shannon. That's Jeremy. Welcome back to Pink Notes. Oh my gosh, oh, Jeremy we is hating back life to our right now. That's fine. We, we promised not to do it next week. We didn't. We We've been away for a while. That. We have been away life. for a while. Everybody's life like in, vacationing yeah. and moving. I was in a hotel with zero Wi-Fi. They oh said they had Wi-Fi, but they every lied. time we connected to it, it would just drop immediately. Oh we have it. You just can't yeah. use it. <laughs> it's only for our special. Well, like guys. I don't know if everyone's sharing the same like router and like <laughs> it's like one router for the whole place. Yeah, so Jeremy and uh, Leah went out to the East Coast for a week or so, and Shannon got a new bigger place with central heat and air that Ooh. she just moved into, and we're in the process of moving. Yeah. I'm trying to keep Kevin off the ledge. I haven't done anything different. No, I'm exactly the same as okay. I was two weeks well, ago. That's so. not a bad thing. Something to be said about continuity. That's right. I long for it. Yeah. You have kept our plants alive. That's a welcome change. I did keep two of their plants. Look. Oh, you, my... you had to bring them here. Yeah. <laughs> the they were gone for over a week. Any care. Oh, gotcha. There's a pepper plant, and then there's this big pot of herbs and stuff, and I, I didn't kill them. I was going to say, yeah, they're Not looking yet. good. And their pepper actually turned red instead of being oh, green forever. So I pepper. said, it's my expert green, it's though. It's an ancho chili. Oh, my. Sounds mm. delicious. Oh. Making... Something, Something out of it with once it. It's, it All I was told, water them every day. Don't kill them. I wasn't told. Just day. a little bit. I wasn't told how much water, oh, so gosh. I erred on the side of caution, and they're <laughs> thriving. They're like, how's our babies? I went, they're thriving. Look. <laughs> Good job. I have killed my succulent that I actually have. It's done. I Which don't know is, what I did. I don't know how you killed No, me neither. That's almost... They're like, just water it like once a month. So once a month, I like toss a yeah. little water in there. I think I need to like spritz some water because no. I like watered it. It doesn't rain in places where there are seconds. Yeah, you so just no. missed it. Well, I missed the mark on there. You <laughs> missed. It's, well, I missed it. Caitlin, yeah, there's a couple things sprouting out of it, but it looks pretty dead. Caitlin left us two succulents in the new place, and mm-hmm. they are happy, happy, happy. She's like, I just don't think I do this well. And I'm thinking, you just made these happy, so yeah. hopefully I can keep them alive. I yeah. mean, I have a fairly light green thumb. So I have hopefully. a black thumb, oh, so I'm, yeah, yeah no, yeah. it's like necrotic. I can't do anything <laughs> with plants. So, anyway. um, Pride Month. Came, went. It's over. It was nice. It was over. Fourth uh, of July was yesterday. Last night. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 My dog is still traumatized. I slept, and we oh, all slept right through the fire. Gosh, no. happy as a clam. Well, we had the street here. Yep. The street here. I'm pointing it to both sides. Mm-hmm. The next street there. Oh my! And then in front of us was two displays. Five displays of fireworks going on around our house at all times. That's my crazy. dog was loaded with the. Um, it's got lavender, chamomile, calendula, or valerian root loaded. <clears throat> and he actually, Bill was outside putting things away before he came in, and the dog loses his mind because he's outside in war, and he's losing his shit because Bill's outside. Being th- horrible, horribly killed or tortured or something, I according to you, the dog. You're going to have to look into maybe some CBD for him. Um, go, to, go to the place on 4th Street. They can help you. Mm-hmm. Well, these really work well. It just took a long time to kick in because his anxiety yeah. was so high. And his it's three is the dose. And I gave him two because I gave him three one time and he was out 
for like the whole day. So I think I should have given him the third. been a good plan. Yeah. I think I should have given, but he came and he stood on my lap and put his giant ass on my shoulder and <laughs> sat down huh. because he needed me to get daddy in the house. I said, would you get inside the fucking house before this dog has a stroke or heart attack? Oh, I just got to blow off the deck. I said, you don't have to blow off the deck. Just get in the house. The dog is losing his shit. What you have to do is just sit on the couch. Just let the let the three blades of grass yeah. that are on the driveway, just let them go. It's windy. It'll, it'll take care of them. This dog is losing his shit. He came in, sat down. The dog immediately became more calm. So speaking of odd dogs oh, and odd goodness. men. Yes. So Kevin and I <laughs> to a little Excuse tiff me. this morning because we're trying to move and finish up and... We have been the lawn care takers of the house because the landlord that we have that we're moving away from gave us a discount on our rent. Mm. So Kevin says to me this morning, the man is dripping in sweat, right? He's had one little tiny sip of water. Mm. It's a million degrees here in Florida. So he says to me, he goes, I need to um, mow the grass one more time before we leave. I'm like, the hell you do. No. And he's like, what do you mean? He said, we just paid him half of the rent minus the lawn care. I said, what's he going to do? He goes, really? You're going to, he got so angry so fast. And I'm like, this is just 10, five days, 10 days. I'm over exaggerating. This is like five days of too much moving. Mm-hmm. And he's lost his shit. Yeah. He's done. He's over it. Yeah, he's over it. And then on top of it, it was raining on Saturday. He lost his footing and an entire dolly full of things fell on him. Mm. And he thinks he probably he hit his head. He hit his tailbone. It was not pretty. No. And so the poor guy, I felt so bad. I wanted him to go to the hospital. Of course, he didn't want to go to the hospital mm-hmm. because men don't go to the hospital. Yes. And um, all I could think was he's going to start peeing blood. You know, it's going to get bad. Yeah. And, and he's um, got concussion. Yep, and yeah. Yep. He said, concussion protocol. I said, I didn't even know you hit your head. So anyway, so, you know, forward now to Monday, and he wants to cut the fucking grass. I'm like, dude, leave the grass. He goes, have you seen the grass? I'm like, I don't care about grass anymore. anymore. We don't live here anymore. Right? We're going to clean this house, and we're going to leave. And if he wants to take $25 off of what we paid him, fine. Yeah. Let him take 20. I don't care. Yeah. I said, the last thing you need to do is be out there in the sun cutting the grass. When he goes, just injured yourself. Exactly. He goes, I was going to do it when you weren't here anyway. I was like, okay. Okay. So anyway, so men. Men. Hmm. Men. Men. So Val has this, this phrase that she absolutely abhors. And this is. The phrase. And I might get pushback for it. I don't, I don't care. I don't think Happy wife, get... happy life. I cannot stand that Because phrase. it's dumb. Because it's dumb. Yeah. Why do we live in this? And there's so many people that, <clears throat> and I, you see it all the time. It's perpetuated on all these shows. And uh, just make mom happy and let her have her wine. And daddy and the kids will go and let mommy have her wine because her life is so stressful. Mm-hmm. Kids' lives are stressful. Are stressful husbands have stressful lives. Everyone's What's the matter life with everyone's sure. life is stressful? Why do we have to cater to? And I'm a mom and a wife. All right. I've never been like, oh my gosh, my life is so stressful. You got. I've been like, I'm stressed. You all need to leave me alone, but not because I'm the mommy. I'm the wife, and I deserve it. But I totally <laughs> am a product of my upbringing, mm-hmm. and my upbringing was I was you know born in '66, so in the '70s mm-hmm. and the '80s. 
My mom barely worked. She mm-hmm. stayed home and took care of us, right? And mm-hmm. my stepdad always went to work. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, that's how life was. Mm-hmm. He barely had anything to do with us because mm-hmm. mom took care of everything. So now when I see, and I'm just going to generalize here and say millennials, mm-hmm. right? When I see millennials, they have, they both work mm-hmm. and um, they have a child, right? Mm-hmm. So when I see the dad doing a ton of extra stuff in my head. I'm like, wow, she's got it good. Yeah. That's dumb. Because if she works. Right, right, right. Yeah. Why can't it just be even? Mm-hmm. You know, why can't they both pull the same amount of load mm-hmm. in the house? But product of my upbringing, she's really got it made because dad is is doing so much to help out around the house and yeah. with the kids. You know, but it, it does go back to that. Yeah. Mom's got it so hard. I'm going to do extra to help her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. And back in our upbringing, right. if mom had to work, oh my gosh, poor mom. Yeah. She's got to run the house and she's got to work. My mom worked off and on. She didn't really work right. until we were all in school. Yeah. And then um, here and there, she worked in a manufacturing job. And then it was much later she went to work um, in a hospital at a mm-hmm. desk. She was an EMT, volunteer EMT. Her and I were EMTs. But... <clears throat> I was a product of my mom was like that. Uh-huh. I you, I just need you all to go away. If I wanted to clean my own house, why would I have children? Yep. You guys need to do this because yep. and she wanted we did everything. everything. Yeah. She wanted to be very spoiled. Yeah. She kind of was, but my not mom to too. the level exactly that she my mom thought she wanted. She had a terrible upbringing. Right. She had um some uh, horrible things that happened to her when she was growing up. So I think she took the rest of her life and said, you know what? I deserve the finest things. My dad could not provide those. Right. He was providing for three kids in a family, and it was rough growing up in this small town. But my mom, and I think that's why I'm completely the opposite mm-hmm. of that. I will do it myself. Yep. I will work for it myself. Yep. I don't ask for things on my birthday. I don't want things on Christmas. If you get me something... I'm very humble about it. And I'm like, thank you so much. And inside my head, I'm like, please don't buy me this. I don't deserve it. I'm completely, I think that's where I got that from because she thought she deserved diamonds and all that, which she rarely got. But I've been watching, I've been like trapped in a HGTV like (laughs) hole of just watching all these house shows. I love them. And I love them because they're. I don't like watching reality TV, except mm. occasionally I'll, like, tune into yeah. something just to see how weird and trashy yeah, yeah. it's gotten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, HGTV is where I get that fix of, like, oh, these people can't really exist. Like, these people can't yeah. actually live like this. Where The like, ones that are that are buying the homes that yes. are getting renovated I or the ones that are renovating And them. she Both made homemade baskets. Yeah, we can right, only right, afford $2 million right. for a house. Where it's like... What? Like, oh, we're... First of all, the weird like disparities between like oh we have two hundred thousand dollars to spend and they get like a five thousand square foot house in some random city in the south and then these people are like oh we have three million dollars and they get a like one thousand square foot little cottage little tiny bungalow yeah and they're like okay that makes perfect sense to me yeah yeah I've been to those places it's in just Alabama. Weird yeah, here yeah. where it's like, oh, we have five million dollars yeah. in the yeah. middle of nowhere in Texas. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we have like a thousand dollars, and they get like a McMansion. Right. Right. But <laughs> yeah, it's always weird to hear like, oh, like mom has to have her craft room, right. and like dad yeah. has to have his entire wing of the house for his man cave <laughs> right. with yeah. like a projection screen and like a built-in like soda fountain and all this stuff. And, and don't come in when the door is closed. Don't come yeah, in. and it's like I just have to have my time away from all of you fuckers. And, it's, it's all of that where both of them are just like, I need just 
complete time away from this yeah, awful weird. family that I've created. Right, and, and that's like, the and then, then that's yeah, the question. Why, it's like, like, well, why did you marry? Why did you marry, have, yeah, did you marry you, this guy? Yeah. Why did you right. have all these right, castle right, right. children? Like, yeah. These people don't even seem to like each other. Why right. do they live together? And at this I point? love spending time with Bill yeah, and Jeremy. Right. There are some days when I go, I just can't look at you right now because I'm fucking over you. That is very few and far between. I always want to spend time with Jeremy and Leo and Bill all the time. Right. I agree. Bill and I just enjoy each other's company. Bill, we are in the process. We're getting a garage built, um, which in Florida takes fucking forever. But somebody else is handling our permits and all that kind of stuff. It takes forever everywhere right now. Well, yeah. You can't the do building any I, I suppose if I was yes. back where I was from, yeah. it would be the same it's thing. Same. It's, the, it's crazy right now. Yeah. But, but that, I will be Bill's, that will be Bill's escape. Yeah. But it's not a place where I'm not allowed. It's but not it's, hit. You but know it's I mean? interesting, though, that you say that because it is Bill's escape. Yeah. He needs a place because to go. He, because he likes to tinker. Correct. He needs some place to tinker. There's no place in our current house right. where he can tinker. That's probably why he spends so much time outside. <laughs> yeah. He's an outdoor <laughs> guy. He loves to tinker and he <laughs> loves to blow the three blades of grass off the driveway. So that's his thing. But it's not like I can't go out there and hang out with him. Yeah. You there's know what a difference I mean? between it's like having space to do hobbies and that kind of stuff. And having a space that you like and having a space that no one is allowed in. Because only I don't want to see there. you. But, yeah. but we don't know. So we, we can't, we can generalize, but we don't know for sure if maybe she can come running in there screaming with her hair on fire because the kids <laughs> are losing their shit, yeah. you know, and go, go see hubby because, you know, uh, and they do tag team. You're up. You're up. You know, but she's not in the man cave with him. Correct. Enjoying the fountain and enjoying the big right, screen. But that's why, they, she's doing that's why they do she sheds. Yes. You Which know, is I also cannot stand weird. she sheds yeah. in right. man weird. caves. I, I, I hate the phrase she shed. I think it's adorable, I honestly. I, I would have to have the phrase is funny. Yeah. It would have to have air conditioning and stuff for I me. I don't like the phrase. No. What am I gonna do? This is my house, this is your house, you can do whatever you oh, want. Oh no, I could do so many things in my she shed. No. If I want to do something, it's in my own house. I don't need a she shed. Well, sometimes the house is not big enough. And you need the she shed. Yeah. And you just want to get away. Like the man cave. All right, so so. we digress. (coughs) So let's go back. Yeah. Men and the craziness that is men. Yes. So I read this little blip, and I saved it for a while. I think I read it a couple weeks ago. And it just kind of hit home and was surprising to me. Mm -hmm. But when I thought about it, I was like, oh, I think they're right. So it says, um, this was a couple weeks ago. It says 84 men a week take their own life. That's crazy. 75% of suicides are men, are male rather. Men are less likely to get help, mm-hmm. but speaking up saves lives. So let's encourage men to speak up, not yes. man up. So that probably starts when they're young. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, yeah. don't tell your son, just suck it up. Yeah. You're your boy. Get up and keep going. Mm-hmm. Baby him if you have to. Yeah. You know, and make him aware, your little boy, that he doesn't have to not cry. It That's doesn't make him thing. any less yeah. tough. It doesn't make him any right. less of a, a man. I'm using air quotes right. here. I saw a cartoon along the same lines. Somebody put it up and it was um it was a it was a four panel cartoon and it was a it was a hand coming out of the water and said men's mental health the reaching out of their hand their hand out of the water for help. And somebody reaches down in the next panel and the third panel it's they're slapping high five and they're like, help yourself, get over it. You're be a man. Oh my. And then he drowns. Wow. Yeah. There's a That's lot of like men's mental health is just not. It does start with kids because <laughs> right? like mm-hmm. 
like all kids are gonna cry. Sure. It's the worst thing Stop they've ever crying. experienced Boys up until that cry. point. Boys don't cry. Yeah. So like, yeah, you have to teach kids to like process emotions mm-hmm. instead of just being like, ah, oh, get over it. Yeah. And then you don't give them any tools exactly. to get over it at mm-hmm. all. You know, I was thinking about it because um, Kevin and I are in the midst of moving, and Saturday could have been the rainiest day of the year so far. Oh, my gosh. And that was the day we chose to move all of the heavy furniture. And when Mm -hmm. I say heavy furniture, I'm talking solid wood stuff my aunt gave me that she's had since the 70s. So heavy. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking at one point, now, mind you, Kevin is exactly the same height as me. But if you ask him, he's 5'8", and I'm Mm 5'7". But that's what people (laughs) have told him his whole life. So (laughs) until he met me. Um, So I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, how is he able to just keep going? Mm-hmm. And I'm done. I'm literally, I cannot pick up way. one more thing, right? My you muscles are rubbery yeah. and I, and I'm like, we are the same people. However, we're not, mm-hmm. we're built completely different. He's got, I look at his calves and I'm like, that is pure muscle right there. And I got none of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't have the muscles he has. I don't have the core strength he has. And it's just because he's a man. He's built differently than I am. So, but in his head too, I know that he's thinking, I just have to finish this. Whatever it takes, I will finish this, even if I have to do it by myself. Mm -hmm. And so that is a man mentality. Whereas the woman mentality in me is like, I'm done. I'm going to sit on the couch and have a little mimosa and call it a day. I'm going to have a snack. Yeah. Quick, quick story relating to being the same height as somebody. Uh, I went... I used to have friends downtown that I used to hang out with. And one of them, we had a big group chat. She was like five foot nothing. She Mm -hmm. was like five feet tall. And she was like, oh, you guys have to meet my new boyfriend. He's six foot five. And I was like, okay, how does that work? But also, okay, I'm six foot to six foot Mm -hmm. one somewhere in between there. Pretty much even. And I was like, like six foot five. Okay. We show up and we were the exact same height. He and I were the exact same height. <laughs> and you're and like, I, like did I he? know I'm not six five. I like I pulled her aside. I was like, he, did he tell you he was six foot five? She's like, he is six foot five. And I was like, do you have a ruler? Because I'm not six foot five. Maybe at your five foot level, I was like, looks when amazing. you're looking up, I guess you, it doesn't matter. But maybe now I am six foot yeah. five. Yeah. He's six foot five. I was like, I. How are you? <laughs> Maybe her perspective from looking up from such a low yeah. height. She's like, oh my, you must be out and of six And it's funny, it's like, who told him throughout his life that he I was know. six Or was five. he just like lying because right. he's like, oh, she's short. She's not going to figure it <laughs> out. Yeah. And it's funny five. too, because when Kevin and I met, he, we met online and he mm-hmm. put on his profile that he was 5'8". So the day we met, and I'm kind of a, a, a brat about height. So when we met, I'm looking at him eye to eye and I'm like, this this guy is not 5'8". <laughs> and so maybe like the second or third date, because, you know, I couldn't let it rest for long. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, who told you you were 5'8"? <laughs> He's like, I've always been. Ever since I reached my height, I was 5'8". I was like, yeah, I don't think so. You didn't reach it. <laughs> you didn't he goes, reach that. He goes, what do you mean? I said, I'm 5'7", and I'm pretty sure we're the same height. No, we're not. I'm taller. I'm like, no, you're not. And so then we got to a mirror, and I'm like, see, it's the yeah. same. <laughs> That's a big thing with guys. A, it is a big thing. How tall they are. Of course. Now, with Bill, I'm like, so how tall are you? He's like, I don't know. I think I'm 5'10". I don't know. <laughs> 
He doesn't give a rat's ass. That's all he is. Perfectly average height. It is like five. See, and I think he's like I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm five ten. I went. Yeah, that's about right. And I five seven. Right. And I think with Kevin, you know, five seven, five eight is kind of a short guy. You yeah. know, and so in his head, he didn't want to be. He's like, no, I don't want right, to be five exactly. seven because that's that threshold. Yep, yep, but yep. it's a big thing with yes, guys. Yes, of course. Yeah. And so, I think if you're shorter as a guy, you don't want it. But if you're no, shorter as a girl, a lot of girls are like, I'm this cute little short yeah, package of dynamite. Yeah. It's a big thing if you're short. And I don't understand. I don't give a shit how yeah, tall you are. Who cares? Who oh, cares? No, I, I do. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to be five seven. People are like, oh, you're tall. I'm like, but also, yeah, I'm I don't a tall think, yeah, person. So like, that's why I don't People care, are like, right? oh, you're tall. I'm like, I'm five seven. Right. I went to the doctor and they're like, you're measuring five, five and a half. I said, that's oh, not true. Oh, no. I'm like, there's no way I'm five, five and well, a half. When I went to the doctor recently, she goes, let's just check your height now. I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what? What do you mean? You think I've shrunk? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's coming. She says, it says 5'7". Let's to. check your height. And she goes, this says it's 5'5 five, five and a half. And I said, that's wrong. Because <laughs> I know people my height and we're eye to eye still. I have not lost an inch right. and a half. All right. So getting back to these men, yeah. these silly, silly men. So on the lines of that crazy move, which we're still in the process of doing, and it's when I say crazy, I can't even tell you. We've discussed that if we ever move again, we're hiring people. The hell yeah. with this. Or we're just, we're just, just buy all new tool. stuff. That's yeah. what we did. Exactly. Just leave it. Just yeah. leave it and buy all so, new stuff. So we're moving on Saturday, and he falls as we're trying to get the dolly into the house. It's mm. slippery. He slips. He falls. The dolly falls on him. So I panic, think mm-hmm. we need to go to the hospital. I watched the dolly fall. There was nothing I could do. He had all of the weight on his side. You need to go to the hospital. Well, let us just get this in and maybe I'll go. Maybe you'll go. Yeah. Mentality. Mm-hmm. Men mentality. So There's I don't, still work to be done. Yeah. So I don't realize that he has hit his head, probably has a concussion. All of the weight of that dolly fell on his leg. Um, and then he has fallen with the dolly weight and his weight on his tailbone. Yep. So in my head, I'm immediately Google, Dr. Google searching, what do you do for a coxic break? Nothing. 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 Exactly. So and a little I said, ice. Sit on a donut. That's right. So I call that's Val because Val knows everything. <laughs> and, um, and she said exactly what we um, were talking about. I am Dr. Google. That's right. <laughs> so we determined that he didn't need to go. But he said... And this go. This says a lot about him. One of our friends had offered to come by that day and help us move the big stuff. And mm-hmm. he goes, I almost reached out and had you call the friend that wanted to come. And I said, I totally would have, and he would have come over. Yeah. He said, but I knew that we were at the end and that we could just get through it. Mm. So then this morning he said, I got up in the middle of the night and almost cried because my coccyx hurt so bad when wow. I was trying to get out of bed. I said, I just think it's a process, babe, and it's mm-hmm. going to take a little time. I said, we can go to the hospital if you want to. Go, oh, no, 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 I'm not going. Yeah. So men as a rule, and I'm not trying to bunch them all together, hate going to the doctor. They hate yes. going to the hospital and don't let them get in an ambulance. Oh no! Because in no. their because I know for, for me Kevin, it's all a cost thing. Correct. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's for Kevin. Yeah, that's in a his huge head. Factors how much is going to the cost ambulance me? is gonna is not covered by insurance, so I have to pay that out of pocket. Yep. I'm not doing that. And Matter how fact, much am I gonna pay the yeah. ER for and, them to tell me that I'm gonna yeah, be fine? Exactly. And I know I'm fine. See, and me, I will go to the freaking ER every chance I get. Really, I'm not feeling well. <laughs> right over to the See, ER, and you I, never go. I never yeah. go. 
No. But I, um, but I was an EMT. You were. It's that mentality. Yeah. It's like, no, I got this. For I, me, it's just yeah. like, if I'm bleeding out, call me an Uber to an urgent care, and then... <laughs> I told we'll you when my mom cut there. her finger, yeah. the end of yeah. her finger was only held on by the thing. And it was, she had severed uh, yeah. all the stuff. She broke the bone. We wrapped it up. And, um, you know, I said, hey, we're going to urgent care. And this is the this is the amount of urgency. I called Bill because I said to Jeremy, run home and get my purse. Um, we'll just take, she said, and I said, no, we're not going to the ER. We'll go to <laughs> urgent care. <laughs> So I said, let's wrap it up and go. I called Bill. I said, hey, Jeremy's coming to get my purse because we only lived a couple blocks from my mom. I said, my mom just tried to take the end of her finger off with a circular saw. Just going to run her down to urgent care and then we'll be back. Okay, let me know how you make out. Click. That was the end of the conversation. That's how much we panic in my family. We don't. Oh, yeah. I don't really panic we either. Don't. So we go to the urgent care. And I don't know if I've told this story. <laughs> like, you have Oh, what are you here for? All we had at her place, EMTs that we are, was masking tape and paper towels because it was upstairs in her house. She's cutting molding for around the top of her ceiling. So they take it off and they're weighing her and they're talking to her and this and that. And they're like, all right, well, let's finally have a look at it. And they took it off and you could see down to her bone of her index finger on her left hand. Literally, the only thing holding it on was her beautiful red long nail. And they're like... We can't help you here. You need to go to the ER. And she said, the fuck I do. Just sew it up. It's my left hand. I don't care. Well, there's nerve damage and the bone has been taken off the end. She goes, I don't care. I'm not going to sit in the ER for six hours. I said, you guys could just sew that up. Just sew it up. Took forever. He sewed it up. She had a little thing and she goes, oh, at least I didn't lose my nail. She was really big on her nails. They put a splint to hold it still because it was so badly Oh, my gosh. I mean, they sewed it from literally one side to the other. So we go home, and she's like, oh, well, shit. I'm going to have to leave that red nail polish on there longer than I wanted to. That's the amount of panic in my family. We don't go to doctors. We don't do, you know. See, I think I go to the ER at the VA because it's free for me. Yeah. I mean, I eventually will get a bill. Yeah. But who knows when that's going to be. Yeah. Because, you know, they're not... On their game. Yeah, no. But, um, <laughs> and, and I get so much pushback at work about taking time off. Yeah. Oh, you, you need to take some time off to go to the doctor? Well, yeah. Uh, See, that's what's wrong. I don't wrong. think that's, that's going to work. Wrong. You get, you get vilified. Oh, you need to take time right. off? Oh, you have to go to the doctor? Why can't you plan it for when you're not at work? Listen, I try. I try to do Friday afternoon, but can I just Friday tell you afternoon. how many doctors don't yeah. work on Friday afternoon? Yes. So everything I need to do, I will try to do it on Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And so this time, she ha- she's like, don't do it on Friday mornings. Whatever you do, your schedule is crazy. Try to do it any other time during the week. So I do. I do it on a Monday mm-hmm. at 9. I get shit for that. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're taking time off the rest of the week. I'm going to need you to work if, or try to change that schedule. So I call and they're like, it's dermatology. Everybody's going to dermatology, mm-hmm. especially at the VA because they're all older Americans. Yeah. So I call. I'm like, do you guys have anything else any other day? They're like, uh, maybe two or three months away. I was like, that's not going to work. No. I have a spot that I think probably is cancer. I need something. When my primary at. care looks at this spot and says, hmm, you need not to have good. it checked. Probably yeah. not good. Mm-hmm. So let me go. And I put that all in a bean. It was like, I think I need to keep this appointment. Okay. And so then I look at Then this, you get uh, made to feel bad. Yeah. So I, I will yeah. go to the doctor. But if I can't get in, mm-hmm. I'm going to the ER. I know it may not be ER-able, 
I don't care. Mm. You know, I actually, people go for less. So. I had a doctor's appointment scheduled for Friday because I always take them Friday afternoons because, you know, I don't take off work. <clears throat> this year I'm changing. I've taken a vacation and I'm taking another vacation. We're going to Vegas and I'm taking my PTO right. this year. I'm, I'm just doing it. Okay. And um, so had a doctor's appointment scheduled for a Friday afternoon. Hey, so we're going to put patients on for this Friday afternoon to try and catch up because we're so fucking packed with patients, which is a good thing. But we're Not just for packed. the people that work there. No. Can you work? I said, well, I have a doctor's appointment. Oh, is there any way you can change right. it? We really need you. We've asked everybody else. I will ch- And I ch- have changed doctor's appointments on more than one occasion so I can work and be there for them. And I found out, and another worker said, really? I had a doctor's appointment, and they said, okay, don't worry about it. You don't have to work. That was the only other person they asked to work. They didn't ask everybody else. So this... So I'm like, why am I doing this? Right. So why, why am I am doing I, this? So this, this is brings my, to mind maybe why... It just popped into my head. Maybe why men are so, um, maybe they just don't want to go to the doctor because they have to take time off of work. That's it. That might be it. It's just like an extra hassle. It is an extra hassle. Mm -hmm. Kevin hates going to the doctor. He doesn't really mind taking time off of work Mm because he's not super happy at work lately. But he just hates going to the doctor. Bill and I I do not like taking time off of work. Uh, plan, he'll plan his vacations and stuff like that. But if it comes to, you know, you have a doctor's appointment, he has to see the dermatologist. He's got some serious issues right. going on. Not serious, but he's got some issues that are going on. He had some cancer taken off his head. You have to keep your dermatologist appointment. I don't care about work. You need to go. I make sure he sees his primary care. Anything else? Forget it. Right. And you know, he only same, sees his primary care because he has to right. to get his blood pressure medication. Right. The if same thing with Kevin. You know, he's had a heart attack. Yeah. And so he's got to go. Mm-hmm. He's got to go see the cardiologist once a year, and he's got to go to his primary. Mm-hmm. And he, he hates both of those things. Yeah. He doesn't like going. He'd rather just, you know, say, okay, I got my meds. I'm good. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, he said I some of my medication is um, not refillable, so I, I'm going to have to go to the doctor. And That's he just hates bad. life. Yeah. You know, but, you know, I think that, you know, men are just so different than women. It's mm-hmm. very difficult. And I think it's the way they've been taught. For sure. Because if you go to the doctor, you're weak. You yeah. can't take time off of work. And that's that's all Bill and I just know. We just know work, 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 work. And now I think we're both coming to the realization that you really have to work on what you don't do at work. Correct. Because work is not life. Work is not your life. And I tell that to people all the time. But then I, but then I had this moment yep. and I went, well, I tell that to people all the time. This is your job. This is not your life. And I'm like, well, that's what I'm doing. And so I am not that way. I will skip work at the drop of a hat. And I because don't. it is not fun to me. I don't because I just like, well, if you don't work, you don't get paid. And I'm like, but wait, you have PTO. Exactly. And I'm like, you work for that PTO. And what good are you doing yourself if you, if you, if your badge of honor is like, I didn't use any PTO this year. It's like the, the, the child who gets the perfect attendance. Who fucking cares about sad, perfect attendance? The sad part is though. You're not getting paid if you don't take your PTO. No, they don't give you the check. Exactly. They are losing. Use your damn PTO. And they don't even care. It could be last minute. Take the PTO. If that means you have to sit on your couch, I think I get a hassle all the time about when I, when I, and see, I don't because I use my shit because I get a hassle. I asked for it. We're going to uh, Vegas in October and I I always get pushback whenever I have to take time off. And I said, Hey, 
So um, oh, I didn't tell you that. I said, hey, I'm I'm flying to Vegas. I need X amount of days off. I'm taking this week off. Um, ooh, you're still in the negative for when you took time off for that funeral. What? <laughs> that was in April. I've built PTO since then. I said, okay, I don't know how to read those charts. I don't know how to figure that out. You can't take any time off between now and October. I said, okay. No, I mean it. If you get sick and have to take time off, I said, when is the last time I took time off because I was sick? I don't get sick. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. You're still in the negative. How the fuck am I, of all people, in the negative? I went, okay, cool. Yeah, and I don't know if I can give you that Monday. I might need you to work. I have one person who's asked off for that Monday in October. I went, I'm flying out first thing Tuesday morning. I'm leaving Tuesday. I don't care. I said, and then I did it. You know what I said? If you need me to work Monday, because somebody, one other person is off, well, I'll let you know. And I'm like, Because Val can't stop. Because I can't. She can't stop and say, I okay. have to have Monday off. I said, I'm flying out first yeah. thing Tuesday. I so, took all of my paid vacation for the Good past job. two weeks. And I was like, management in my job is an absolute nightmare Joke. anyway. Yeah. So like <clears throat> it was, I was leaving Wednesday. Yeah. Tuesday after Tuesday work. night. Yeah. So Monday, I show up. I was like, okay, I'm getting everything ready for me to be gone because, like, I do everything, mm -hmm. like, office-wise. In-house, yeah. So I was like, like, all right, here's how you do this, here's how you do this, here's how you do this. I was like, anybody need anything? And then we needed something from the management. They come over, they're like, yeah, they had no idea you were going to be gone from Wednesday <laughs> onward. And I was like, I submitted my RTO like two, three weeks ago. I was like, that's on them. Also, doesn't matter. I'll be gone either way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I don't care if they approved it or not. <laughs> I did all the steps. So then I got, I was like, I was kind of pissed at myself for not saying that can't possibly be, I can't be in the negative. And I'm taking that Monday off. I put in for it. I never asked for time off. For not standing up for myself right. and just going, okay, I can work Monday if you want. Like, show it to me. Show me yeah. where it says that I'm in the negative. Ten minutes That's later. That's what you should have done. Ten minutes later, she comes back. She goes, okay, forget everything I just said. I went, what? She goes, no, you actually have time enough for that whole I week. I bet you do. And you have 31 hours yep. on top of that. And I went, okay, again, I don't know how to read that. She goes, she is management and she can't figure out the PTO in the system we have. She said, no, 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 you got plenty of time. So if you need to get sick or anything between now and then, she laughed and I went, I'm still not planning on taking any time between now and then. Right. But then I'm like, yeah, but that Monday though, I'm like. <sighs> See, but I'm completely different than Val. And Kevin is completely different than, mm -hmm. than Bill. Any opportunity to take time off, we will take. I'm thinking now, okay, so we're going to New Orleans in mm -hmm. another week. When we get back from New Orleans, hmm, we don't have anything to do until the wedding in November. There's got to be something to do. There's got to be somewhere yeah, to go. that's four whole months. Oh, my gosh. That's too much. My PTO re-ups in September. Yeah. And Leo and I are like, where are we going to go? Right? Exactly. That's the way I But I'm also too. like, I, th I might just quit my job in September. <laughs> <laughs> I might just take that week and find another gig. Yeah, I'm like, I might just quit. Can take I just my tell PTO you that there are so out. many jobs you could have right now? Oh, I know. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm finally kind of, I'm not 
practicing it, but in my head, I'm going, why? Why did you say you could work that Monday? Yeah. You asked for it off. Just it's take true. the fucking day off. Why it's are true. you doing it? So I'm, I'm getting to that in my head. They can't guilt me into working. They just can't. I tell and patients I'm, all the time. I'm like, listen, I know you're coming for an appointment, so I try not to call out sick, but if I'm sick, I'm going to call out. Yeah. However, I know that you're coming in, so I'm going to try not to do that yeah. to you. What the hell it's kind of a, life is that? It's not a guilt thing because I don't think guilt works on me. It's my mind that says you have to be responsible. Mm. You have to work. And then also in my mind is like, well, if you take time off, they're going to realize that they don't need you there. Right. That's the horrible part of my brain I got to work on. Because I'm like, they don't need you. They can function perfectly fine without you. So why would they want you to come back? That's what I have to work on. So speaking on horrible parts of your brain that you have to work on. Mm -hmm. So I don't think, and the suicide note was kind of, you know, a tribute to this. Mm. Men don't, as a whole, generally are not as inclined to go to therapy as women are no so and then they need it way more correct they, they need it way so much whole, yeah. yeah because again they're told and i think that's changing like with jeremy's yeah. generation and nathan that, yeah, as and well that, a lot of people i think it's a just recency bias thing where like you really only interact with me <laughs> as far as like my generation that's true i don't and have like, a lot of friends your age yeah. so i don't see it so like but, it is still a huge problem. It's getting better. Especially but male like, f- male yeah. people what, of Jeremy's yeah. age. Yeah. Trying to seek out mental health yeah. Yeah. help and assistance and an outlet to somebody you can talk to and, and discuss and get your because, feelings out. you know, when Nathan got married, there were a ton of guys there. No, no, let me take that back. There were like three guys there and the rest were girls that were mm-hmm. all of their friends. And so being around them... You know, while they interact with each other is so much fun because mm-hmm. they're so different than oh, girls. Yeah. So different. Yeah. And fun. I yeah. feel like that they are more fun than girls are. You know, girls have so many things that they're worried about, which is so ridiculous. And guys yes. are just like, this is how it is. Yeah. You know, Nathan. This is how was, I look. This is yeah, how I am. Nathan and- was so funny. He's he's like, yeah, I'm wearing this. We bought it all at a thrift store and I'm so happy with my find. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you look great, you know. Um, so just different boys are so different. And I knew that at the beginning, Mm -hmm. you know, when Brittany was born, she was just very happy to just kind of be left alone. Like Mm -hmm. she would sit and watch TV for hours Mm -hmm. on end. You know, if there were fun, um, movies on, you know, Disney movies were Mm -hmm. super popular then beauty and the beast, little mermaid, blah, blah, blah. Not Nathan. The minute Nathan was born and he could walk, the little kid would push his rocking chair, the little small rocking chair, mm-hmm. over to the couch. He would crawl up on the rocking chair to get up on the couch. I'm like, where does that come from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Completely different mentality than girls. Mm-hmm. So then you start treating them different yeah. because they are different. Yeah. And in your head, you don't want to baby your son too much. Yeah. Because then... At the time, I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Maybe he would be a sissy. That Yeah. But now, that's okay. Now, because they're not a sissy. They're not a sissy. They're sensitive. Correct. You also are just in touch with your emotions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, and that used to be, like you said, it yeah. used to be, oh, you don't want him too in touch with his emotions. You don't want him showing because then he's a sissy and then he can't be tough and he can't do this. Right. Why do you need to be so tough? Yeah. What is it about them? Sensitive people play football. 
sensitive people do sports, sensitive right. people have tough jobs. Yeah. But it is like it's slowly yeah. going to be. They're not a sissy, they're just more sensitive and maybe they make a better partner for somebody if they're well, more in exactly tune with it. their you feelings. You just know like I go back to I talk I've talked about this old friend of mine, no longer a friend. Uh who like was very like traditional mm -hmm. there are people in this world <laughs> that have like a very like nostalgic view of sure. like the 50s yeah of like oh like men should just be out there yep. like smoking cigarettes and drinking whiskey and having an office job and Matt, women should just it was be a whole slapping uh, their secretaries on the episode yeah. of mad men yeah yeah. He, yeah yeah he loved mad men it was sure. his favorite show yeah of course and like he had that very stoic view of like oh you can't let anyone know you're right. like like feeling anything and i was like yeah that sucks that's that leads you to like alcoholism sure. and eventually yeah, like you killing yourself stuff it all like, inside yeah. and then it just simmers in there you know what I, do you do with it i think that kevin is that he is that generation my ex-husband that generation mm -hmm. you know don't cry don't show feelings. Bill is that generation. Right, exactly. And so it's slowly, because mm -hmm. I am the most sensitive person, mm -hmm. you know, I will cry at the drop of a hat. If friends are going through something, I will cry with them. Yes. And I will cry at Kevin all the time mm -hmm. for no reason other than what's going on in my head. And so now he's becoming mm -hmm. this very interesting, sensitive guy. He actually said, I'm sorry to me the other day. Mm. We've been together almost eight years. That has never come out of his mouth. <laughs> and so the fact that it did, I, I was like, wait, what? And that kind of brings you to tears. Yeah. And I got to say, since Bill and I moved down here and he's not involved with mm -hmm. that, that's very much the environment up north right. that we were involved with. There's other, you know, I'm not saying that everybody up there is sure. like that, but what we were involved with, you have to be tough. You don't yep. share your feelings. Yep. You don't cry. He's, and I'm not going to say he balls like a baby, sure. but he is more um, emotionally attached and he does share his feelings more than he ever used to. He's way more laid back yep. and looks forward to, vacations mm -hmm. and time off and that kind of thing. And that could be just as he's getting older and he's more mellow. But I said, but you know, we're in this wonderful end. place in a laid back yes. atmosphere. Yeah. And, you know, I'm always like, tell me what you think about this. And, right. you know, I can chat for days and we take more road trips yeah. and we do more things and all that kind of thing. And I'm constantly chatting and we can drive for four hours straight and Bill would never say a word. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, what do you? And I always do this to him. <laughs> And I know he's going to say no. I'm like, hey, you want to play the license plate game? And he's like, no. <laughs> and I'm always chatty. And now he's like letting his hair down a little bit. And he's like, yeah, what do you want to do? And I'm like, really? And he's like, no. <laughs> but he gets, the, but he's, um, he took his brother's death extremely hard. He's got some family members that are not doing well. And he's letting emotions out instead of just like being quiet and not talking about it. But also what this, talk about it. And, what happens mm -hmm. which we all know is that you realize your immortality his, or your mortality his mortality yeah. is, is at the forefront of, of his mind but he's talking about it more well that's good and and, and yeah. time there's that famous quote time does not wait no and it doesn't and that's no. the saddest part of and all. i think that's why 
um, and that's like my vacation mentality. planning if and that I kind of thing. If I don't do it now, when am I going to do, do it? Yeah. And if I don't grab Kevin and take him with me, when are we going to do it? Mm-hmm. And he said to me, he goes, before I met you, I had only flown on a plane one time. And now I can't even count how many times we've flown places. Mm-hmm. And he's all about it, mm-hmm. which is bef- before he was all about work. You yeah. know, he would change his schedule to mm-hmm. make sure that he could work and yet be around and do the important things for his kids. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so thankful for that part of him. Yeah. Because, yes, he believes that he's got to work, but he also understands the benefit of going places and doing things that we've never done before. Yeah. Because, again, time is not going to wait for us. But I was thinking about something when we were talking about kids when they're born, boys Mm -hmm. and girls, and don't be a sissy and, you know, Mm -hmm. delve into your emotions a little bit more. And so it, it came to mind like hard jobs, right? When you see women doing hard jobs, mm-hmm. a lot of times those women, and just like Val said earlier, I don't, I may, I may get pushback for this and I, I don't mean any disrespect to anybody, yeah. but when you see women doing those hard jobs, they look like men, you know, they, they dress look like men, masculine, their hair they're, is yeah. very short, you know, but is that part of having that job? It's also just the practicality of Correct. it. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then I'm thinking, too, this immediately went into my head, and you guys are going to laugh, but what if we evolve into, and I think there's sci-fi um, movies about this, we're all one sex. We don't look like boys. Well, you don't have we the, don't look like women. The you, it frilly, won't ever be the frilly feminine <laughs> in my head side and the science. super masculine <laughs> side where, you know, we're not all in pink ribbons and bows and nobody's doing that anymore. So we're, there is no where we're all just practically dressed and practical. It's more yeah. socially than like scientifically. Mm, like, yeah. obviously, there's we're mammals. There's always going to be like biologically. Yes, because yeah. there have to be babies. Yeah. yeah. But like... Yeah, socially, that's fine. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Who <laughs> yeah. cares? There was a time when people cared. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. People still care, yeah. obviously. Right. That's why the whole thing... But I yeah. find myself, and I know we're getting away from the whole man thing, kind of, but not. It, I find myself looking twice at someone who looks like a man, but I can tell is not a man. Well, you they're know? just dressed but, more yeah. masculine. Right. And you, you kind of pick them out because... It's that whole dressing feminine, right? As yeah, it just to goes a back to the whole yeah. like gender nonconforming thing right. of yeah. like, yeah. Okay, yeah. going back to the man thing mm-hmm. again, and you know, most of the men that are coming into the office are around Jeremy's age, a little bit older, mm-hmm. um, you know, late twenties, early thirties, and um, you know, they they're allowed to come in with their wives and or partners and go in and watch the ultrasound when they're newly pregnant Mm -hmm. and nine times out of ten i see those men sitting in a chair just staring at the pictures yeah you know like this is my life this is what's about to change yeah and they you can just tell the joy on their face oh 100 that's a beautiful thing because that thing wasn't part of the deal before Mm -hmm. i don't remember evan coming to one of my appointments with the I kids. don't know if Bill came to any of my 
OB It was just like, go to the appointment, do your thing. I brought home thing. the sonogram pictures. Right. and let them see. You don't get the sonogram pictures that you got, you get now. No. You got this fuzzy yeah, little yeah, yeah. blip, and Bill's like, okay, I'm like, I think this is it right here. I don't right. know. Yeah. But you just go to your appointments and everything, and they're and coming they were in. And they kind of, you know, yeah. a long time ago, he was kind of um, interested, but not really. You know, and then. Bill was the, very interested, but he didn't understand a lot of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think, but now, like you said, they come in and they're yep. super excited and then they want to know everything and what can I do to help? Right. And what can this, but I do have, there's like out of a tiny, tiny, less than a tenth of a percent, you get this one guy that comes in and um, you're not taking blood work on her today because she needs this and she needs this and she's not going to do this and babe, you're not doing that's, this. That's, that's a side like, effect. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's a side effect of men becoming more involved yes. is that you yeah. also now have a second person who's like, oh, I've read one article on the internet and, she and now I'm need obsessed this. Yes. with Babe, you like, don't need this and right. you need this and, and also, they ask all the questions. carries over into every yeah. aspect of life. <laughs> well, so does, like, she, does she need to do this? And I read that this and this and I just go, you'll need to talk to the doctor I know you're a that. doctor, but you're also a lady and I don't really trust <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I did have, and this has happened more than once. You wouldn't think so, but more than once the man comes in and says, um, do we really need to take this blood? Because you're taking blood from my baby and I can't have that because I don't know if the baby's going to be so okay. So that's complete and utter weirdness. That is just, yeah. that is just, that's not read a book. Yeah. And I just, I give the squint and I go, what? Yeah. How many tubes? Because it, this is taking too much blood from my baby. And I'm like, you know, I'm just getting it from your, your partner's arm. <laughs> it's not, I'm not taking blood from your baby. Yes, you are. So and I'm not going to argue with you <laughs> about this. So I'm now, like, okay, I'm going to send you out to the waiting room and she'll be right with you. So now we've got this baby. We've raised this baby. Mm -hmm. And we are husband and wife getting our shit together without these, our children around anymore. And we're changing roles and like maybe becoming grandparents mm -hmm. and moving forward and getting older. So imagine 30 years, 50 years later. You're an 80-year-old. Mm -hmm. I was at um, eating breakfast yesterday with Kevin, and um, I saw this couple, and they look like they'd probably been married 50 years, but mm -hmm. I don't know, yeah. you know, because I don't know them. But he was just sitting there trying to eat, and he was a skeleton. He was a walking oh. skeleton. And she was pretty vibrant, surprisingly. <laughs> She never stopped talking. And he just <laughs> kind of smiled. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of smiled and shook his head. And then I think, from the looks of them, mm -hmm. he probably is the one that's going to go first. Yeah. Which always breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of women are left alone. Yes. But they're kind of okay with that because they just go gravitate to more women and kind of hang out and at the and, casino. Yes. Or at the <laughs> pool and get, yeah. you know, become these little brown butter babies. Yeah. And, um, when a man gets left alone, it's very difficult for them. They're very, it's lost. very difficult. I also think that's going to stop being you think? much more of a thing because yeah. like, as like gender roles in relationships right. in straight relationships sure. get like blurred a lot more like mm -hmm. women now know how to pay the bills right. and men now know how to like do the laundry or and like all of this stupid yeah. shit yeah. that no one knew how to do <laughs> yeah. and like yeah, yeah these I women think... that are left alone like i don't know how to pay any right. of my bills yeah. i pay all the bills in our family yeah i do everything online 
Bill could fumble through it because he paid his own bills before we met. But you, yeah, yeah. Bill does the laundry. Bill knows how to almost. He made the. Um, it was microwave, but yesterday for a picnic, I just had some microwave mashed potatoes and and a mac and cheese. I said, "I'm man in the grill. You're gonna make these." And he came out and he said, "Hey, it's ready." And I went, "Oh my gosh, Bill!" But I think you're right. You know, yeah, I think it's I think going to get easier. It yeah. is going to become much less of right. like a problem right. when yeah. like someone's widowed or whatever. So mm-hmm. when my grand grandmother passed away, she'd been sick off and on for a long time. She had all kinds of weird, can't not weird, but different cancers, and mm. finally she succumbed. My grandfather was lost, mm-hmm. you know, because they had done everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they were a military family, so my grandfather retired from the Air Force, and Grandma did all of the things that military wi- officers' wives do. You know, she played bridge. Mm-hmm. She went and did things, you know, volunteered. With other military she, wives. Yep, she and, raised the yeah. kids. You know, she did all of that, and Grandpa just went to work. And that mm-hmm. kind of stayed the course as they got older. Mm-hmm. They stayed friends with all of their military friends that mm-hmm. they were friends with. They, um, every afternoon at five, he would make her a cocktail and it was like, Jean, what are you drinking today? Yeah. And it would make my heart happy to watch them. Yeah. And so when grandma died, she was 80 something when Mm -hmm. she passed away, he was lost. Like I said. Yeah. And so he found a woman that he had known earlier in his life and he married her Mm -hmm. and it didn't work because he was used to grandma. Yeah. yeah. And so it just, he just needed someone there. He needed someone there yep. to and be he, her. Yep. And he thought this woman would work. And I think they were married for maybe one or two years and that was it. And then she and she's was gone. Like, and I'm sure yeah. she went, listen, I'm not her. Yeah, I can't be exactly. her. We can't do this routine. I can't yeah. be that. It just was too different yeah. for her. Yeah. So yeah. she ended up, you know, they ended up divorcing and then grandpa went, Pretty quickly downhill after that. Because yeah. there just wasn't anybody Which, yeah, to be grief, with all the time. Grief is still going to be a part so of life. Difficult. Like, a lot yes. of times yeah. you'll see, especially I think, if the wife dies first, yes. the husband is not long behind. I agree. Yeah. I think if the husband dies first, a the lot of times the wife on. will move yeah, on. I agree. Um, it was 13 years between my mom and dad passing. Yeah. But um, I think if my mom had gone first, my yep. dad would have followed immediately. He often told he told me one time I had to take him to an appointment, a cataract done, and and I took him to his appointment, and they said, uh, Mr. Ball, what are your medications? He said, I don't know. She does it. He said, Well, what medications? I don't know. My wife just yeah. gives me medications, and I take it. And they said, um, I actually was sitting there in the waiting room, and they said, Well, Mr. Ball. If your wife wasn't around, how would you know what to take? He said, if my wife isn't around, I'm not taking any medications because why the fuck would I want to be around? And I'm like, dad, (laughs) Um, dad. And they're like, Mr. Ball, that's no way to be. He goes, how the fuck would you know? I've been my wife forever and I'm not sticking around. If she's not here, why the hell would I want to live? And I'm like, okay, dad, just go for your appointment. Well, you know what's interesting is that all Kevin does is put his hand out. And I put his morning and and evening medicines in his hand. The only reason he knows what he takes is because he's got written down in his wallet. No, Bill knows... Bill is very much routine kind of thing. So he knows what pills... I don't know what Bill takes. I know what he takes. I don't know when he takes them. He has that regimen down, and I have my oh, supplements. No, I'm in charge of all the but pills at my Bill would at least take his medications. So I think that as men get older, I mean, and I don't know 
why this happens. Why do men die sooner than women do, or more often in because the relationship? Because of the the stress. I think and it's the, the I just need to work and work and work and work, and they've got this stress, yeah. and they can't let their emotions out. Statistically, Maybe that's it. it's just because of like failure to treat illness right. and like. Mm-hmm ignoring small things that turn into big things and also like the suicide rate right. is crazy so and that's like, probably a culmination of everything we've talked about today and they don't go to the doctor they hold their emotions in when they retire they don't know what to do with themselves they have no idea and so they need a hobby mm-hmm. they need maybe a part-time job they need to something fill up the wives come into the office all the time and they're like oh my husband just retired i'm like how's that going it's terrible it's not yeah. going he's well he's not happy yeah. i'm not happy mm-hmm. i need him to do something mm-hmm. you know and so it's there's only so much sitting yeah. around having coffee with it's your true. other retired pals yeah. Yeah. and i keep telling bill you need to find some people yeah so when you retire and i'm always getting him to do more things right you can do this he's like why you've always done this or this and i said because if i go how are you gonna do this he's like why do you think because he's almost eight years older than i am he goes i'm going way before you said you don't know that i said i could go tomorrow he's like why would you talk like that but we could all go tomorrow but we We could all go i said you don't know you have to prepare i said you need some pals because you're going to be rattling around in this house by yourself right I said, unless you sell it and move back up north, but who's going to be left up north? Yeah. You know, I said, what are you going to do if something happens to me? He goes, well, and he said the same thing my dad said. It was really creepy. He goes, well, if you're gone, why the hell do I want to stick around? I went, oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know. I'm note, like, I'm flattered, but still. Right. Yeah. So, note to, the, to all of the women who are listening to us. Yes. All five of Get them. Get your men to take care of themselves. That's Talk not about. Not necessarily take care of themselves. But to reach out. Yes. And to find something that makes them happy. Yes. Find their joy and find it now. And start talking to them. Not talking at them. Talk to them and try to get them to share their feelings. But also know that it's not going to be like a big intervention style, like emotional outpour. Oh my gosh, you're right. Here's what's wrong with me. It's a long, long, drawn out process. I've been down here six years and Bill is. Finally starting right. to relax. Yeah, it's you know, just a dialogue. Yeah, yeah just, it is just a dialogue. It's just like yeah. slip a few things into your conversation just to get them to open up. Don't sit them down and look and say, I want you to tell me all that you're feeling right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Interestingly enough, I spoke to my therapist on Friday. Mm-hmm. So I have a psychologist and a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. I've said this before. The psychiatrist prescribes the medication and asks me how I'm doing. Mm-hmm. The psychologist wants to talk about how yeah. I'm doing. So we chat with the psychologist, who is also a doctor, I think, maybe. I think you have to be. Maybe. Licensed counselor, yeah. licensed yeah. psychologist. So we chat, and at the end, he said, so we're good? I'm like, we're good for now. Mm-hmm. And he goes, so how do you want to leave it? I said, I want to leave it in that you're there when I need you, Mm -hmm. but I'm good for now. He goes, I'm good with that then. If you're okay, then we'll just leave it and we'll move on. And if if you need me, you just call. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's perfect for me because that's how I've done it for 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need somebody every damn week. Mm -hmm. I need somebody when... I need somebody. And when I explained this to Kevin, his answer was, but when you need them, you're already over the edge. But that's not necessarily true. I feel like, or maybe it is true. I feel like I'm making that move towards the edge 
And in my head, I'm like, I really should talk to somebody, but I don't do it yet. Yeah. So for men, I wonder if that's the deal. If they're on their way to the edge, but they don't know who or how to talk to someone. Emotional, we're already over time, but uh, emotional intelligence is also a huge barrier of just being like knowing how you feel. And they, I think they do get to that where they are already over the edge because I don't need to talk to it. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Because also, unless you know. When you're not okay, it might be past that point where you should have talked to somebody. Because like it is, you can do like a slow slide into like depression or anxiety or whatever. And then you don't know what's happening because you've never, because you've you've never had to know what's happening. And nobody ever pushed or maybe nobody ever said, this is. This yeah. is what's going to happen, and this is how, this is how you'll yes. need this yeah. person. So, like, I think yeah. a lot of the time it is that where you're just suddenly like, oh, no, and then you don't have any tools right. to grapple and with it, and you don't know where to get help. you slid into that right. depression, yeah. and you become comfortable there, yeah. and you don't know yeah. that, you know. Well, it's it's funny, too, real quick. Uh, two and a Half Men is hysterical. Charlie Sheen and John Cryer, I mm. think. And it is actually silly. It's for old people, though. <laughs> but he actually goes to see a therapist. Yeah. You know, and those are good, good shows. Yeah. He doesn't mm-hmm. really... You know, it's almost like it's imaginary, him being there. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't really feel like he needs to be there. And then he realizes she's helping him. Yeah. You know? But that's the key. If you have a husband, if mm-hmm. you have a partner... And something's not right. And mm-hmm. you feel like maybe they need a little bit of help. Reach out. Yeah. Start also start the dialogue. Recognize when says. someone is trying to Correct. reach out. Yeah. yeah. I've said to Bill, you know, you're you're acting a little funky, I think, you know, because of the circumstance with your family and this and that. Maybe you need to talk to somebody. Maybe you need to reach out to somebody. He's like, yeah, I have you. I don't need anybody. All right. So I'm like, okay, then it's talk ve- to me. It's very difficult for 100%. men to, to oh, yeah. go. And to he's make like, I move. can talk to you. And I have been able to pull different things out of him. However, but I'm not that, the one. My mother says about my sister all the time, she's got me. Mom, you're not a therapist. No. You're not a disinterested I'm not a therapist. third party. Yeah. And what if some of the issues he's having are about me? Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, no, you need somebody who's got no investment in your yeah. life whatsoever. And you need to talk to them yep. because I can be extremely biased yep. about what's going on with you. So you need to talk to someone who has no interest in it whatsoever. They don't have a stake in it. Last thing I have become the therapist, the like <laughs> resident pour your heart out person to at, at every job I've ever yeah, worked. Yeah, me too. I am too. Because I am, I am yeah, completely at our disinterested office, yeah. third party yeah. where I'm like, yeah, I don't, I, we, oh, you were coworkers. I right. don't care what you do mm-hmm. when your eight hours are done. I don't yep. care what you do. So that's what makes me the person who gets like everything poured but out. But you're also so different than at least me. I do care. Yeah. I want to make I, sure they're okay. I eventually yeah. care yeah. because then I offer like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, the, here's what you need to do. Here's exactly how to fix all of your problems. So he is that disinterested third party. <laughs> what I would do. I don't ever tell him like, oh, here's yes, exactly. Right. Here's exactly. like, here, if here's I was what I there, right. here's what I would do. Yep. And it's usually the most like brash, like, like, oh. <laughs> no, it's Shannon him. and I, they come up and they go, okay, so listen, this and then I'm like, well, you know what you need to do. Yeah, Exactly. It's usually just like, oh, dump him. Yeah. Cut off your family. Yes. Like, <laughs> I'm like, listen, if you need me to take your phone and text this person, because just give me the phone. I will take it. 
So hopefully, like, listen, you need to do this, and they're like, well, I, don't come to me and tell me your problems. So hopefully, you guys have gotten something good out of this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we usually talk about women, but very much there are men attached to women. Yes, or men attached to men. Who, men attached to whoever. Yes. Hopefully not. A, I never mind. I was going to say, you know, dog. in all of our That's lives, we have some kind of male person in yep. our lives that we can, you know, and hopefully it's a positive influence if you yeah. do. Um, so, you know, just keep an eye on your guy, mm-hmm. um, chat with your man, just make sure that everything's that okay. copacetic and, yeah. um, yeah, that they're okay because statistics don't lie. No. Um, men are, uh, are committing suicide and at an alarming rate. Yep. And so, you know, just. Watch them. Mm-hmm. Not like a hawk and be weird. We all deal with things, <laughs> but they deal with a lot of things that we don't. Exactly, that we don't, we and, can't even understand. Um, not all women, but I think some women are more likely to say, hey, listen, I'm not okay. Men are taught not to be that way. Right. Yeah, men so are men taught are, not to talk yes, about it. Exactly. So, so, so we need to kind of reach in there and it. help them find, pull it out. Find somebody and, that um, maybe help them chat about yeah. it. Um, last thing. Which we always try to talk about. Don't if we remember, kegels. don't forget your kegels. Men, you can do your kegels too. It's true. It's it helps super everybody. important for men. And they have a rectum, so just squeeze that rectum. Squeeze that rectum. And Damn near um, killed them. do what? <laughs> Damn near killed them. <laughs> yeah, Dan near killed them. All right. Thanks for uh, listening today. Glad we were back. Glad we're back. Here's to a good, happy summer. So, happy summer. I'm That's Val. Right. I'm Shannon. That's Jeremy. Jeremy. Till next time, this has been. Take no-